a slice of unapologetic conversation welcome 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 to straight to tape my name is c perry the second the mr fantastic of uh podcastings fantastic four first the comedian professional joke slinger tico de gallo was good tico well you know people talk it i live it all day every day twice on tuesdays three times on leap years and other days, I just be just be me. I just be doing me. I just be doing me. That's all. Just That's doing all. you. That's just hey, doing hey, you. hey. If I was doing anybody else, they'd know it. <laughs> and of course, uh, the first lady of S2T, the quintessential hip hop mom, Keisha with a Y. What's good, Kate? Yeah, what's up, y'all? It's Keisha with a Y, aka Hip Hop Mom, aka. Pat and Charlie mom, a.k.a. your mom's favorite mom. And well, if you don't know what Pat and Charlie are, then you're probably too young to watch this podcast. Oh, yeah. There's that. Yeah. Yeah. And you never there's had no that. bobos. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, ladies and gentlemen, our social media assassin for the double deuce. Ladies and gentlemen, Rob the Actual. What's good, Rob? For the double deuce to sound like a, a bag of cheap convenience store liquor or something. Sitting right beside the crazy horse. Yeah. That, that <laughs> double deuce to sound like, yeah. It sound like something. <laughs> good niggas well, that's what we used to call that. 22s. That's what we used that's to call 22s. Double, double deuces. deuces. Yeah. yeah, we call them double deuces. Uh, I got my deuces and my great goose. Well, you know, he was in Philly. That's that, you know, dude, dude, oh, dude, dude's a great good. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, I'm in the building. You know what I'm saying? Uh, about ready to kick this thing off. Y'all, you already know, man. Ruggedly handsome in this joint, geekishly intelligent. And um, yeah, we uh really appreciate y'all checking us out on your favorite podcast, man, on a on a Tuesday night. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. And look, guys, we have an exciting we have an exciting show for you today. Uh, we got, uh, you know, guests in the house. We got the Velt coming through. Uh, but of course, of course, you can always catch straight to tape right here Tuesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on Facebook Live, on YouTube, and on Twitch. Audio version of straight to tape is available on your favorite podcasting platforms uh make sure you are following us on your social media platforms facebook ig twitter straight to tape go over to s2t media uh or on our youtube page hit the subscribe button and hit them no hit that notification button as well look before we get started guys tell us how your weekend went fast 
and no, and, it didn't. And, and furious. It was like Fast and the Furious Eleven. It was just like nonstop. It like from 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 as soon as I got off work on Friday, it just kept going and going. And just when you thought it was, you thought we couldn't do it no more. Just when you thought it couldn't. Boom! Do it anymore, back out in the streets. Back in, back out in the streets. It was, it was just like that, man. It was just, it was like, it was like Tokyo Drift with with with, with moped, with moped, <laughs> with, with moped, no, mud, mud, mud boggling. Nope, it's it, them, scooters, them scooters they have downtown. <laughs> yeah, them, <laughs> the scooters so mud boggling. Had, uh, Chico yeah. had a birthday party on Friday night at the mm-hmm. Sheraton, and it was also my ex husband's fiftieth birthday, so that was wild and champagne and drinks and just craziness, and then go home and sleep and get up the next day and travel all the way to Carborough. Um, the boys and I had planned like a little celebration for their dad prior to the Karis one concert. Um, so we did that. We did that. We set everything up and then him and his, one of his best friends, my cohort was late. So that all kind of derailed, but then we pulled it back together and he actually ended up partying with us a little bit. Um, then we went to the, like the hotel that we had a room at was, like walking distance, like two minute walk to the venue for mm-hmm. KRS One, Grand Poobah, um, Shame, shout out to Shame. Um, who else was there? I was there. Uh Lord Jamal. Yeah. So Poobah comes out. I mean, Shame kills his set as normal. Um Poobah, I took some great shots of Poobah because DJ Finn, actually, Finney and St. Omer, Dunny, whatever you want to call him. Shame's DJ ended up DJing for Brand Nubian as well. Wow. But it, wow. But it ended up being Brand Nubian, but it was billed as Grand Poobah. And everybody, since Sada X lives in the area, thought it was going to be Poobah and Sada X, but he bought out Lord Jamar. So I got some great shots of them. Um, and then Karis one just killed it as normal. Like I remember waiting until like 2 a.m. at Kamikaze's for Karis one to come and was mad mm-hmm. the entire time that we were waiting. Until- like what the hell is going on? And he came and washed all that anger away mm-hmm. because he kills a show. The energy was so great. Saw so many people I haven't seen in a while. Um, it was just, it was, it was an awesome, awesome, awesome night. And then the show was over. Um, I think Karis one went over. I, I don't think mm-hmm. I know he went over his time uh, to the point where the engineers like basically shut the shit down and everybody left and we went back to the room and we're drinking and having a good time. Um, came home, went to sleep and then slept some more. And then got up and went to London Bridge. It was the first Sunday in a long time. That was super warm outside. Bobby and Scotty killed that shit. There were so many people there because it was warm. And made an early night. Came home and got up on Monday and went to work somehow. <laughs> somehow, mm. some way. Somehow. Yeah. Well, I work from home. So me going to work is literally getting up. She just rode over. <laughs> <laughs> Turn up, open up my laptop. Logging <laughs> in. Well, look, yeah, you know, I am glad. I am glad you had a beautiful hip hop time. Definitely. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Definitely, definitely. I'm recharged. I think I'm recharged until Roots Picnic. What's that in June? My boys are going to see. uh, They're doing a whole Charlotte hip hop thing Mm -hmm. on the 17th, I think. Tyler, they're going to see Tyler, the creator. Well, well, well. You mean the 16th, because I will be in Charlotte for the Yeah, yeah, the 16th. The but then show, there's another so, yeah. show, because they were supposed to go see some other band in Raleigh, like on wind, whatever, like mm-hmm. the day before that, and then go to Charlotte, but they canceled. What's the name of that group? I don't know. But um, Brockhampton. They like Brockhampton. Mm-hmm. So okay. they're supposed to get, go see Brockhampton at the Ritz, but they've canceled, like, I think the band broke up or whatever, so they've canceled all oh, wow. their shows. Um, and then go see Tyler the Creator, but they're going to see Tyler and Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Got their old Airbnb, and they're going to oh, wow. party like rock stars. Not really. That's a horrible thing to say about your children. But they're going to show <laughs> see Tyler, and then there's another show on. So Tyler's on Wednesday. Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Wednesday. Yeah, so they're Wednesday. going to see Tyler on Wednesday, and somebody else in Charlotte on on Thursday or Friday. Wow! So this concert season is a night. Yeah, and we back outside. Yeah, but it's you know it's nothing beautiful than the hip hop moments of shows, and Mm -hmm. especially and especially with you being a hip hop mom, you know, being able to have your hip hop experiences and then seeing your child having those hip hop experiences. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just beautiful. Dope. Uh, It's just beautiful. Well, look, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we definitely want to get the show started, okay? Uh, Let's take a look at some of the biggest news storylines that's happened over the past week in a portion of the show that we like to call the Headline Grab. Grab these headlines. Ah, 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 stop it. Stop it. Tease. What? I said headlines. I said headlines. What are you talking about? What headline are we going to start with first? You know what? Let's start right here, okay? (sighs) WNBA star Brittany Griner detained in Russia. Hmm. Yeah. So, um, Brittany Griner, WNBA All Star. Um, also, um, gold medal winner, uh, has actually been detained in Russia for the past three weeks, uh, for a, uh, charge, uh, that she was, she was found with, um, hashies. Oil. She was found with hash. Yeah. She was found with hash oil. And, uh, Brittany Griner, you know, during, uh, during the non- WNBA portion of the year she plays professional basketball and has been playing professional basketball for years in uh, Russia uh, which is which is no different from any other uh, player you know WNBA player uh, you know that plays overseas during the WNBA offseason but now in the era where we have a war Cold War Part 2, at least. Yeah. We got a war going on between Russia and the Ukraine. And the State Department, the State Department this past weekend, you know, ordered U.S. citizens out of Russia. You know, mainly, you know, mainly because the, you know, the, uh, you know, flights, you know, you know, flights to Russia 
you know, have now been banned because of the, you know, because of the escalation in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And now you have a high profile athlete, a high profile American athlete that is being detained. Not just a high profile athlete, but a high profile African-American athlete and a high profile openly, uh, you know, openly gay athlete now Uh, detained in Russia. Let me tell you something, man. First of all, (laughs) Putin, you should know by now how they treat us in America that we're not good bargaining chips. <laughs> right. Not I mean, us. I mean, not, not us. us. You know what I'm saying? Right. Not us. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I I I'm still trying to figure the whole thing out too because, you know, I mean, shit. I I even looked up the law. It was like Russia's hash law goes as such, right? You got 6 grams, you get detained or you get put in jail for 15 days. That's just mm-hmm. for 6 grams. Anything larger now that's a criminal offense. So I don't know how much she had on her. Ten. You know what I'm saying? They keep a word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's 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 fa- it's it's she's, been yeah. said that she's facing like ten years in jail. So yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, Sixty. Have these people never watched Locked Up Abroad? Like it it it. I, when I first read the headline, what came to my mind was them basically confronting her like out on the street. And finding this this hash pen, right? This this digital smoking pen with this hash in it. She tried to take it through the airport. Why though? Why? I don't know. They found it in her luggage. They found it in her luggage as she was attempting to exit the country. Yeah, yeah. Which to me, you know, I I know the way P set it up. Yeah, it's not. It's just not smart. So to your point, Key, is bottom line is she broke the law. Yeah, <laughs> you know what absolutely. I'm saying? She broke the law. It wasn't smart. So I don't think. I mean, it's it's nice to I guess describe her as a high profile uh, African American or uh, openly gay athlete. That has nothing to do with uh, why the gay she's part in. Does. The gay part does because it's illegal so? to be gay in Russia. It's illegal it? to be gay in Russia. Yeah, it is. Yeah, know it, is. That. it is. It is. Yeah. Know that. And it's not that she's gay that. and we know it and nobody else knows it. Everybody knows it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I don't know if she would have been detained for, I mean, she she wasn't, she wasn't. Detained uh, for her gayness? <laughs> right. She wasn't detained being gay walking mm-hmm. through the airport. I mean, if you right. know what I mean. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get it. I get it. So, that's not why. Yeah, right. that's not why. But, you know. Just like any cops across the world, how they handled a lot of things, especially minorities, is they get you in there for one thing and then they add a whole bunch of shit on top. And you and you quantify this with you're in the middle of a war. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um a war. I wonder if she where... was gonna stay. I wonder if she was gonna stay if the the State Department didn't say go, and I wonder if oh. if she stayed, she, she probably would have been cool. She probably been in her house, living wherever she was. Well, uh, no, she she more than likely she was she was on her way back 
simply because the WNBA season, you know, starts in about two months. Oh, right? gotcha, okay? gotcha. I okay. mean, yeah. So she was gonna, she was on her way home anyway. But see, mm-hmm. for her to do that, mm-hmm. she's done it before. So you know what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. it was just mm-hmm. on some, yeah. you know what I'm saying. It was just a pin, and you know what I'm saying, and she was going, you know. I mean, you can take I mean, those pins on. You can take the pins on the planes. So it had to have been like a, you know what I'm saying, a, a real high tech. I don't know shit because she could have got a pin when she came back to the states. You know what I'm saying? Like oh. it's almost like I think she forgot it. I don't know. I don't know. We forgot it was in Russia. there. We ain't never had you that Russian I mean? shit. We ain't never had that Russian shit. <laughs> it might not have been the same. This ain't the same. Yeah. Just, that's, 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 that shit don't hit the same. Don't hit the same, son. Tico, it might have been louder than loud. I mean, you know, <laughs> louder than loud. You, you might not want to put it down. You know, wait, I got wait, I got to get rid of all of this before I shit. before I hop on this plane. Make me want to fucking ride a bear. Shit, <laughs> you don't know. You don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, you, that is just a bad situation, just, you know. And again, they don't. But, you're not the best bargaining chips. No, but you know, it's the no. same situation with old boy with the flag and having to get, you know, what I'm saying, cane. So I mean, you know, what I'm saying, it's the same circumstances, but it's not the same situation because right, he was right, a, right. a young white man. Yeah. Like you feel what the period. You feel what I'm saying. You feel what I'm saying. And Trump was in office, like period, right? We got cane. Um, oh, you taking it back? Are you taking this back to? Are you taking this back to old boy that got caned in the in, in the early nineties? Yeah, in Singapore. Yeah. Oh no, I was thinking yeah. about the yeah. last one that was detained in Korea because he ripped him posters. No, down. no, no, no. Not him. Uh, not you him. talking about you talking about middle ball? I mm-hmm. I, I call yeah, Leanne, uh, Leangelo Ball. Um, yeah. You know when um, when UCLA went over to. Um, uh, to uh, China and they got busted, you know, and he got busted stealing those shades. Mm-hmm. No, right, right, yeah, right. the shade that too, that too. But there wasn't a war going on between yeah, basically yeah, got, our country and that country at the time. Just and you, that's because you're America, man. You just can't be sitting there doing American mm-hmm. shit everywhere you want to go. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, yeah, and, and yeah. that, and that, oh, and that's look, and that's the biggest difference right there, okay? Uh, because trust me, all right, hey, trust me, I, I, you know, because you're, you know, because we're in the middle of a war. I mean, because they're in the middle of a war, uh, because Russia is dealing with sanctions from yeah. every angle, mm-hmm. okay? You know, mm-hmm. it's easy, it's easy to picture her being the pawn, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And not even a bargaining chip, but just a just a pawn uh, to make the West look bad. Okay, yep. you you have right. the you 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 like have, look. You we got this. we got that girl, and they ain't even come for her. Look and at this. that. Hey, you know, and not only not only that, not only that, you got you 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 got this you got this black girl bringing drugs. You know, uh, you know, you know, with, with drugs, black girl with drugs, illicit behaviors. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, uh that's yeah. a bad that's a bad situation there. Uh, yeah. and yeah. and nobody knows where she is. Precisely. Yeah. Nobody knows where she is. They ain't talked to her. They haven't yeah. seen her in this technology in day and age of FaceTime and shit and video conferencing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the WNBA, of course, have put out statements. Uh, her wife 
you know, put out, you know, you know, put out statements. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I'm curious to see how long this is going to drag out. Right. How and one thing about one commonality, one commonality of all those statements that I've seen from the NAACP to mm-hmm. um, the uh, WNBA to her wife to fucking Ben Crump and Sean, mm-hmm. uh, what's his name? Sean King. Yeah. Is that they're like, basically the overwhelming ideal is that we hope the shit gets worked out there's no stern statement about you have to bring her home and this is injustice and blah 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 you know all that why because she broke the law mm, exactly plain and simple yeah. so uh, um yeah. but, some prayer shit Thoughts look prayer. exactly i mean we'll see we'll see how this goes and you know something key it's interesting that you just said breaking the law Breaking the law, breaking, breaking the, the law, law breaking, breaking the, the law. law. Because what's next in the headline grab? This story makes me so mad. California woman charged with faking her own kidnapping. Uh, Key, you would want to brought this to our attention. And, oh, and plus, the fact that you are mad. Please. This makes me sweat under my armpits. Share everyone everyone the story. All right. So, y'all know back in 20, y'all might not know, but back in 2016, there was a uh, 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 an abduction, and the whole world, whole United States went mad. Tons, uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars were spent looking for this white woman who was missing, right? From Northern California. She was missing. She just disappeared out of nowhere. She just disappeared. I don't know whether she was on her way to the grocery store or to pick her kids up or fucking like whatever, but she just disappeared. Um, come to find out that she staged the entire thing and blamed it on two Mexican women. She was she moved, she basically moved, she wasn't missing at all. She moved mm-hmm. from her home with her kids and her husband in Northern California to live with her boyfriend, mm-hmm. adulterer, in Southern mm-hmm. California and convinced this dude that she was running from an abusive relationship. She convinced him so good that he went to some farmer supply store and bought a fucking brand and branded her because she said that would bolster her story so that she'd be able to get out of this abusive relationship. Allegedly. I'll say that a few times through this. Allegedly. Because we are news now, so I have to say allegedly, right? Anyway, so she makes up this whole story when she reappears, what was it, three weeks later, I think? Mm-hmm. When she reappears three weeks later, she tells the police that two Mexican women with masks on abducted her and trafficked her and branded her whilst playing mariachi music if that wasn't a clue i don't know what was this is back in 2016 now Mm -hmm. so just recently in 2020 you said she was playing what the macarena what you said no she said (laughs) she said it was Two Mexican women that were playing Mariah. <laughs> oh, Mariah. Oh, but y'all got the whole y'all. Every time a white woman get missing, every time a fucking white woman gets missing, y'all got the whole world looking for the asses. 
And this bitch made up the whole thing down to the type of music that her her sexual traffickers were playing. Like oh, she made up the whole story. Hold on, hold on. She but had he, him. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have to laugh here. And I apologize. I have to laugh because her her quote unquote abductors were two Mexican women. Okay. They, this had, is draw, usually... they had drawings of them and everything, Perry. Wow. Wow. They had masks but, on. But this is usually this is usually the part of but this is usually Mexican the part eyes. of the story. This is usually the part of the story when the uh when the quote unquote kidnappers are a gang of negroes okay that's the part that's exactly, exactly that's exactly. the part they're in california they're in california they're in california so it may, yeah. i mean you know if it's yeah. with the story yeah. or whatever yeah. so <laughs> so <laughs> she tells the cops all of this they go looking for these two mexican women riding around in a i don't know a creepy van playing mariachi mural lab like this a fucking ice cream chuck and shit <laughs> so fast forward, fast forward fast forward to 2020 <laughs> and her ex-boyfriend I don't know what happened but he's now her ex-boyfriend I mean I could imagine what happened yeah. but he comes forward and tells the police about um, what he did to her at her behest and 2020 I don't know why it took so long it is now 2022 they don't know why, but they arrested her ass in front of her kids, and now the family's outraged because they arrested her in front of her kids, and she cannot eat anything but barley. And I'm just kidding, Rob. <laughs> in my post today, I spelled barely as barley, and Rob was like, "It's barely," but I was like, "I don't give a fuck." Like maybe she can only eat barley in prison. I don't care. Because <laughs> she's she she pulled the whole um what is it in, insurrection king thing that she has food allergies and she's barely been able to eat in prison. So the fuck what? She collected thirty thousand dollars from a victim's assistance program and she had a GoFundMe that was almost fifty thousand dollars. So bitch, you came off. You should have ate what you could eat off of that eighty thousand dollars while you were out of jail. Now go to jail and rot. Good man. <laughs> right. You kidding. That's that's a lot of ointment for that branding shit. I but know. she's only been charged <laughs> and it seems like minor, minor felonies to me. She's only been charged with mail fraud and uh, rah, 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 mail, fraud <laughs> mail fraud and mail basically fraud. lying to police. Mail fraud, and I think a lot of financial like scams fall under mail fraud. Yeah, for some yeah, reason, which it does. Which it does. Get that, yeah. uh, get that, get that bitch a, a celery stick. <laughs> right, <laughs> a celery stick and some water, some hummus. Mm -hmm. <laughs> hummus. <laughs> they got hummus in federal prison. <laughs> They'll make some hummus. Some great ass cooks yeah, in prison. Exactly. Great cooks exactly. in prison. I was just getting ready to say out of some oodles and noodles, great Martha skins, Stewart, boy. Martha Stewart. and uh and A soy recipe. sauce. Boom. Mm -hmm. Boom. Okay. <laughs> Yo, go to 20. jail and stay there. Don't nobody care about you. You should have thought about your kids when you was living it up in Southern California and you left them home with their daddy. You didn't <laughs> think about them then. Y'all don't think about it. 
He, look, he whatever she did, like, whatever she like, did. Here's, here's the whole thing. That family and her husband, her family and her husband should have did what the NAACP and the, the damn WNBA and what's her name's wife did is make a statement expressing their concern about the situation, but not pointing any fingers or calling it injustice or whatever, because the bitch was in the wrong. She's in the wrong. Mm. Like you're yeah, absolutely yeah. wrong. Allegedly. Actually, it sounds like it, you know it's funny because it sounds like an episode of SVU that I actually watched this morning. Oh, right. yeah, yeah. But of course, but of course, the 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 rape the rape and kidnapping story in there was blacks, black, I, I a gang of Negroes. Okay, so yeah. But also, I will point out on a more kind of serious note. Is that I, I was scrolling through articles in preparation for the show tonight, and there were a whole lot of reasons, there were a whole lot of headlines that if you clicked on the article and actually read it, would detail the why she did what she did. And I would just like to point out in a lot of current situations that black and brown people have been in, they are not given that grace in the media as to why. What was her mental states? One said she was a narcissist. That has nothing to do with you fucking committing this type of crime. Mm. I mean, it does, but it doesn't. You see what I'm saying? We're not given, black and brown people are not given that grace. Like, why two days after this bitch is arrested, y'all are doing a whole fucking psychological analysis of her and why this lily white woman with blonde hair has committed this crime and used up all stolen money from two different organizations, GoFundMe. Tax money, tax org- money. And then the tax money that was spent to find her fucking ass when she was 400 miles down the road living it up with a with her boyfriend and she was married and left her kids at home. Like, so that's, that's what they go, the media goes straight to the mental state of the white man and the white woman and we are never, ever ever that i can remember granted that grace we're not granted that grace and maybe she does have mental health issues but guess what i have i exactly i have ptsd i'm gonna fight for my people and fuck you lady go to jail Mm. 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 yeah Uh, i'm done uh, yeah yeah that was a you know ladies and gentlemen that was a very very interesting uh yeah yeah interesting headline grab and uh and truly you know as i stated you know a really good episode of svu guys trust me i mean i've seen it before and uh you know and you know but but i'm just glad this time you know it was the you know, i'm just glad this time you know it wasn't the you know, the normal. Mexican women play, play yeah, exactly. That thing, look, that's my, you know, that, that's my biggest part about it. That it's not the gang, you know, it's not the normal gang of Negroes, okay? You got Mexicano <laughs> eyes. She got Mexicano. She got Mexicano. But look, but look, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, you know how, you, you, you know how we on straight to tape love guests, okay? Yeah. And we love guests. Look, tonight's special guest. Mm, look, inf- uh, talk about an influencer with over 
30 years of music industry experience. Look, I call them Black Rock Pioneers, all right? Their latest EP on Little on uh, Little Crap, sorry, Little Cloud Records entitled Electric Revolution Rhymes, I mean Rhythm and Drum. It's available now. So, ladies and gentlemen, joining us in the S2T Virtual Studios, ladies and gentlemen, we have Daniel Chavis from the Velt. Daniel, what's up, my brother? Take yourself off mute. You're muted, homie. There you go. Hey. What's going hey, Daniel. on, Danny? What's going hey, on, Daniel, man? what's up, man? Thanks for having us on. Or having me on, really. <laughs> <laughs> you hold the fort down, my guy. Exactly, exactly, my brother. I mean, look, you know, we, we are so happy to actually finally have you, you know, have you on straight to tape. I mean, the you know, I mean the Velt, I mean, like I said, so many years of experience, you know, in you know, in music. Uh, I call you guys black, you know, black rock uh pioneers simply because simply because i mean look around the time that you you know around the time that you guys were really really making you know really really making noise you know you guys were really making noise and it was still kind of a dearth in the you know in the business as it related to black rock groups mm -hmm. yeah well you know? you know, at, at that time i think we were a little naive because you know we were kind of having that you know, I, you know, I'm in the south. Where, where are y'all at? We're in the south. We're in the south. I saw you at the poorhouse one night. We saw we saw yeah. you. Uh, you were just visiting the poorhouse as we were. Me and Tico were there. Danny, Danny, Danny yeah. like you don't know me. Was that high? <laughs> no, I can't. Like you don't know me. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry, man. Yeah, but uh, like, Tico, wait, wait. Did we, we didn't go to the same high school, did we? You from no, my neighborhood? We grew up, no, yeah, we grew up in Chavis Height, man. I was in Chavis Height. Yeah, okay, so you know my dad knows him. Yeah, you know, we're yeah. Chavises. Oh. So, exactly, um, exactly. Well, you know, <laughs> what you were saying about what we've done is like we were kind of naive because, you know, we really didn't fit in anywhere. It's kind of like George Clinton oh. said, he said, we were too black for white people mm -hmm. and too white for black people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so mm -hmm. That's where we fell in at. But you know, we didn't know it, and um, we just kind of assumed that people would get it, and they did. You know, so in a lot of ways, even though we were doing really good back then, back then there was no outlet to to talk about the experiences that we had just by virtue of being black. You know, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. you know when uh, you don't ask a painter why he paints. You know, when they ask us, well, why do you play this kind of music? And I was thinking, well, I I just couldn't fathom. This kind of questions and the majority of the things that people were talking about is what color you are they didn't talk about you know the sound yeah all right right yeah. Mm -hmm. so yeah. even now lack of grace <laughs> correct nothing yeah. really, nothing's really changed so you know in my opinion really uh nothing no that's no. interesting that's interesting. Um, my my uh, adopted son, he's 19, and he's really into rock. And I told him, I was like, hey, you ever heard of the Velt? He was like, who's that? 
And I was like, they're a black rock band. And he was like, are they just regular rock? I said, no, they're like, no. punk, punk rock, soul, funk rock. He was like, oh my God, just text me some links so I can listen. So uh, <laughs> I think you'll have a new fan uh, by tomorrow. No, I appreciate it. I mean, because it's always like, the you know, it's because it's strange because the, a lot of the young black people who are, I don't know if they're millennials or whatever, they haven't been tainted like we have. And so they don't really have that attitude. And if they do have that attitude, it's very extreme. But then on the other mm. hand, you have That's those that people want to know about. It. It's really strange. Yeah. Right. Damn, yeah. It's not, it's not like when we were, I mean, my, from my experience, I mean, I'll give you a good example. Mm-hmm. When in high school, I didn't sit with the black people or the white people. I sat in the middle of the of lunchroom because nobody, nobody liked me. You know, and, and so, what high and what high school? What high school did you go to? Please, please let me you know. Anderson. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. You, high... you were doing fine. Yeah, I was in Enlo too. I went to the gifted and talented school there in Enlo, but mm-hmm. um, but uh, it it was too rowdy. I couldn't study good enough. Um, mm-hmm. It wasn't it, it wasn't benefit. I was learning Japanese there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. one of the reasons I wish I had sent my kid to Enlo, but yeah, too late now. Well, well, well we He's learned crazy. Japanese when we were in elementary school from a special school we went to. Because mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. my, my aunt was a St. Augustine graduate. So we lived in Washington Terrace, which which is currently Washington Terrace. Washington and, Terrace. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> one of the last holdouts of Southeast Raleigh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. We lived on Hill yeah, Street. Man. Yeah, man. We lived on Absolutely. Hill Street. Yeah. yeah so it's kind of like um how can I explain it? I mean I'll give you an example. When we were interviewed, they always go, "Now, you play rock music, right? You have to be influenced by Living Color." And I was like, I never even heard of them. This is when <laughs> You mean the comedy sketch show? Get that too. You know. <laughs> you know, inverted. So- oh, go ahead, I'm sorry. What were your influences? That's I'm like a, my whole thing about being a mom is exposing my kids to whatever positive thing they want to be exposed to, right? Mm-hmm. Where where did your exposure to rock music come from? Where's your influence well, from? It's, it's funny because uh, you know, like any 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 black family, you have all you know. Your grandma had the big ass wooden mm-hmm. stereo with the with with the records with the little thick thing. What was it to put the forty fives on? Yeah, yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, the little holder yeah, thing. You know, and she had the mom Fabley records in there, the Temptations and stuff. Well, looking through it, I saw New Birth, I saw Isley Brothers, I saw Janis Joplin. Mm. I was like, "Whose records are these?" He says, "Your grandpa." So, my granddaddy was always buying like rock music. He was really into the blues, right? Yeah. So one day he came home with this record, and he went, uh, "It was a forty-five." He goes, "Y'all boys will like this," and it was like. (laughs) Because he, he was a he was a window washer downtown Raleigh. He washed all the windows, right? He mm-hmm. was always coming home with some crazy shit like uh rabbit, squirrel, some crazy shit for us to eat, you know. Strange meat. Yep. About down a rabbit hole. Strange meat. Well, he, he came home and he put it on and he goes, When I love it, what's the guys? Soon turn out. I said, yeah, it's good, ain't it? I went, yeah. <laughs> so that's what kind of kicked it off, you know? Blondie, so it was right? kind of strange. Blondie. Oh, wow. 
That's interesting. But all of those other mixes of everything, like uh, of everything, because, you know, blues and jazz and all of those other elements, shit's rock. (laughs) It's rock and roll, right? Rock and roll, right? Well, I mean, you know, I don't know if you looked at a lot of, uh, uh, what is it, a Black History Month post when everybody was saying, this is our music. This, this is who we influence. And the thing about it, when you post things like that online, you get these people, no, it's not. No, it's not. Just because someone's on black doesn't mean, it's like, it's kind of like the way the, the internet kind of ruined all that kind of stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not really into internet battles. My brother, Danny, Danny loves it. Yeah, I, you know, it's actually before you came on, I was having a discussion. Uh, I was having a discussion with Danny. Okay, and he Hello? was telling me I was having a discussion with your brother. Okay, oh yeah, okay. And he was telling me why he got kicked off of why he got kicked off of Facebook. And I was like, dude, why'd you get kicked off of Facebook? And he was like, look, all I he was like, yo, man, all I said was, where's that quote? Yeah, uh, KKK serves hot soul food. <laughs> and he was like, it's a lyric. And I was like, yeah, you know, but you know how that algorithm goes, man. And yeah, so, I mean, yeah, no, you're right. I mean, social media, yeah, you know, internet, yeah, you know, kind of ruined something. So, you know, yeah. Yeah, the majors, so like, the majors you know? got you right now, Perry. Just, I was going to say, right? just like you, you, speaking of the algorithm, your uh, your mic is in the matrix right now, so you need to handle that. <laughs> oh, yes. No, 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 you're not good. good. We talking about we talking about Perry and his um his uh, yo. Let me tell you, man. It's, it's interesting. There. Let me tell you, it's interesting because when I was a kid, I don't even know if uh if if, if Daniel, you know, what I'm saying remembers or not, but uh it was me. We used to hang, and uh, you know, I hung out with some real crazy cats, man. And it was like you, Tico. Oh yeah, Andre. You know what I'm saying? Daniel be like, we were like, we were sitting there, man. And one day we were just outside just sitting talking about like because we didn't have like MTV. So any any music that we would listen to, we would have to like watch, like, you know what I'm saying, all the way through, like night tracks or some shit like that. Yeah. And we would talk about and we were we sitting there and we and we would talk about all the music that we listened to, right? And we yeah. was like we, you know, because he was you know, I was all the hip hop, but back in, in in the same token, it was just like yo. You hear that Phil Collins show? That fucking Phil Collins is ill. But yeah, you know, you know, but you don't really want to say that shit because you know what I'm saying? You, you you're still in the hood, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just being young kids, you know what I'm saying? But you're like, yo, man, for real though, you know, that twisted sister, <laughs> bananas, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Bananas. But you, you know, that shit is crazy, man. But it, I don't but even have to, anybody in my neighborhood but, to talk about those things with. But see, but thanks to thanks to shows like that. And you know what I'm saying, which 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 like got us to listen to different types of music, yeah. And uh, and and, and it threw back like I know I always watched like a, the old old like black and white shows, you know what I'm saying, back in the days. So I would see like shows like uh, the Rolling Stones, like they would have back in the days on like the Ed Sullivan show, because that's yeah. what my grandfather and them like to watch. Or I would watch, and I see the Beatles, you know, I would see the Beatles on there or something like that, and um. Uh, these are reruns, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not that fucking old, so it's like. I vaguely remember that. Yeah, like as like, kids, like as kids, yeah, kids, like like right? kids, right? So that's why I got my rock and roll shit from man. So yeah. you know, I did, I did get to see, I get this, I did get to see uh, Chuck Berry 
and you know what I'm saying, and and and, and, the, and the Cab Calloways and 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 those cats. But I also did get to see some kids, you know what I'm saying, really rocking some some ill shit, you know what I'm saying. And look, and don't get it twisted, and don't get it twisted, okay? Some of us up here watched and enjoyed Hee Haw, okay? Let's be real. Oh yeah, let's yeah, be he-haw. real. Okay. Don't get it twisted, hee haw, boy. Don't get it twisted. Oh, yeah. mean, mean, despair and agony. Okay. On agony me. On me. <laughs> so, so Saturday night at my grandma's house, my, my grandfather didn't live with us because my grandma was kind of like she was unbearable to live with. So it was all women. And grandpa would come home uh on Saturdays to bring groceries, right? So he'd lay on the couch and watch in this order Lawrence Welk mm-hmm. and Hee Haw. Yep. 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 Exactly, and it was just quite normal for me, you know. You know, little did I know, everybody on Hee Haw would have probably strung me up on a tree if they had a chance. Except for Charlie, except for Charlie Pride, except for Charlie Pride, maybe. But don't get it twisted, though. But don't get it, yeah. But don't get it twisted, Daniel. But even listening to those things, I'm I guaranteed. Like if you really think about it, like watching those dudes pick that guitar and doing that shit, man, that, yo, them motherfuckers was rocking, yo, for real, yeah. for real. Fuck you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, yeah. Fuck, Fuck on all them. Man. It was a dope. He was a dope. He was dope. You know, guitar player. Well, man. you know, and, but you know, after after he haw, so this is all the stuff that kind of kind of washed over me and my brother because we were just kind of like not really, we were kind of nerds, you know. We were all right. surrounded by women. We were raised by a bunch of women, right? right? So a lot of that. A lot of those things, but and by the way, we were taking care because we were twins. You know, we, we couldn't get. The child was really special. We, you know, we were like, you couldn't get dirty. We couldn't go nowhere. Blah 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 blah. So we were stuck in the house reading books and stuff. So a, a lot of that came about just by how we were raised, and we had no choice but to get an instrument and do this and that. You know, because we don't keep my mom be like, you know, go to your goddamn room, play a guitar, draw pictures, some shit. You know, just leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> my, my mom was young, you know. And my yeah, grandma, yeah, I said yeah. my grandma, so you know, she's at the club, and you know, me and them being all our parents were. I'm gonna be like, damn, mama out there drinking that damn horse piss. We all in the house, like, <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, so, all me and they had was each other, you know, yeah. But yeah, now, yeah. I'm gonna tell you how we really got into the, the thing of with, with the, the, the harshness of what we have is through the, the revivals at church, which was, um, it's called the Raleigh mm-hmm. Safety Club. Yeah, I remember mm. those, yo. I remember that. They used to pick us remember up, that? right? Used to pick us. Used, used to pick us up. Yeah, they used to pick us up. It was a way for our parents to get rid of us for a night yeah. or so. And yeah. uh, <laughs> what they would do, what they do, the churches would come pick us up and uh, take us there, and they would like, you know, what I'm saying, give us cookies and punch and stuff, and and then you know, what I'm saying, you would have to listen to the gospel music and listen to, you know, what I'm saying, and and yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, well, yeah. well a lot of that came off on, on in our music. Somehow or another, but um, someone was mentioning uh, Aphrodisiac, our first record. Now, Aphrodisiac, mm. I have heard it before. That was recorded in England with a guy that recorded uh, a band called The Sundays. He recorded oh, The Sundays, yeah, York's first album, and The Sugar Cubes. Oh, so, okay. Now, so, I was going to say, very familiar with both. Now, come on, dude. Aphrodisiac. You, look, look. You, you, you look. You know how many times I, you know, I, sometimes I just have to go back and just listen to Soul in the Jar. Okay. I mean, yeah, I'm sorry. Soul in the Jar. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got, yeah, I got yeah. that idea. We were on tour, uh-huh. and uh, we, we we were in, we ended up being in Los Angeles, and the band was driving back to New York. 
So I wanted the whole round. And uh, I stayed out in the Mesa in New Mexico. And I was reading this book called Dante's Inferno. Mm. And I said to myself, <laughs> yeah. And I, was, I said to myself, I said, why, why would God and the devil battle for the soul of an individual? What, what, is, the, what is the currency it is? So it's, I, get, I, said, I thought maybe if they put soul in a jar, they could sell them. So I was writing down and reading Dante's Inferno. And as I was writing down, I was in a bus coming back after I, I finished ho hopping in New Mexico. You didn't you didn't get abducted hey, by hey, two hey. Mexican women's playing women playing mariachi music in a creepy white van, did you? No, I was playing mariachi with, with, with somebody else though. <laughs> 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 hey Daniel, no, Daniel, 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 me yeah. and you gotta swap some Mexican stories. No, 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 please don't let Tico tell the Mexican story, please. You are not doing the Mexican. You know, it's a great indie Mexican scene. You know. Yeah, man. No, okay. Move on from the Mexicans, please. So anyway, man, trying to save you. Go ahead, go ahead, bro. All right. Yeah, but anyway, you know, someone, someone mentioned love at first hate. Love at first hate was like, um, love at first hate was one of our independent releases that we had done on our own after we had left the label. Because you know, a lot of people think that the death of a band is once they leave a, a major label. Not, 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 I mean, I was, mm -hmm. I was my most unhappy in the major label. We had, we had, listen, we had money, we had everything we needed, but there was something inside of me that just wasn't like. Like I missed the strife of getting up, going to a shitty job, then going to my gig. But it, it almost felt a bit more fulfilling because you know we're from a working class family, so I felt better before we got signed and, and digging in mm -hmm. the trenches and getting to meet people and face to face and do these type of things. So I really didn't enjoy it. I mean, like right now we're back to right now that you don't have to have a, a record company in this industry. You meet so many of the fans that like they just. You know, you, who you never know a long time ago, and it's really great. Mm -hmm. Right, right, right. You know, and it's and the fact of the matter is, is and it's you meeting so many young black people who are like, yeah, it happened to me. They call me white boy when I was in school. They call me faggot too. They laughed mm -hmm. at my head when I was in school. I said, and they're done that. So, which is yeah. one of the reasons why we created our own festival, because here in, in Raleigh, Tico, I remember I was trying to tell you with Wendy. Remember? Right, mm -hmm. right, right, right. Shout well, out to Wendy, man. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Um, we um, created our own festival called Noir Bizarre, so I call it Le Bees on the Wall, and it was a departure from the festivals that were happening for Black folks that were already happening. Now we have friends at Afro Punk, we have friends at Punk Black, and friends in the BRC, and all of those conglomerates, as if I may, uh, have their own scenes and people that are work, mm -hmm. working and intermingling in these scenes of rock music, Black rock music. So I wanted to do one that was leaning more towards uh, Black Psychedelia. And when I did it, mm. at that point, uh, Summer of Soul came out. And Greg Tate, who, who was a friend of mine, um, uh, he, he always called me and me and the Psychedelic Negroes or the Bumpkin Twins, right? So <laughs> Did you say Psychedelic Negroes? Yeah. I and uh, I was in the house one night. I was mad. About, I, was, I just can't work. I was mad about some shit. Probably because I had to work at a shitty job. And I was real high because I was ate some mushrooms. And I <laughs> no, no, I was this blue light posted. And I said, no, we we believe you. It's we just funny because you. you're in the yeah, right place. Very much so. Very much so. Oh yeah. So 
I looked at it and I thought about, I said, because I was doing the North Carolina Festival of Psychedelia and I was doing it with a group of people, but it, but it, I, I wanted to do more, not for just one type of person, but for more people. So I said to myself, what about if I did like a black psychedelic, strictly black psychedelic shoegaze festival, we'll find avant-garde black music and we'll find artists and all other kinds of, and put it under one umbrella, right? And I model it after a mini psych fest, right? So there are a couple of people, my friend Sean Brewster and, and Bill, they got together because they're people that have local businesses downtown, got together and helped me get in front of uh, you know people like this Raleigh and uh, Raleigh Parks and put out a uh, you know my you know the bio of what we're trying to do and we did it September 11th underneath this uh, apartment building called Sky House. So we did it and we brought Greg and burnt sugar down and that was our first one. You know, and I remember when I first got the idea, I went in there, I guess I was staggering. I went to, my brother was in the other room. And I said, hey, Danny, what if we did this, this black psychedelic festival? He goes, what? That's great. He goes, call that nigga Vernon. All right. I call Vernon. This <laughs> black. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Danny. Hold on, Danny. Hold on, Danny. Hold on, Danny. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. You, I was said, high you said, hey, yo, let's do this black psychedelic show. Yeah. Yeah. Let's call let's call this nigga. <laughs> no, 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 no. Said, what? He goes, call that nigga running. He goes, all right. Call that nigga running. That Vernon. is hilarious. So I, yeah, so I said, uh, hey Vernon. He goes, yeah, what's going on, man? He goes, Vernon, I got this great idea. And Vernon's like, yeah, that sounds great. What you would do is have all the music and then black creative black creatives in other endeavors at bottom. He goes, he, he goes, you know who you need to call? You need to call Greg Tate. So I called and then he said, what did Vernon say? He said, yo, call that nigga Greg. I was like, yo, Greg. He goes, hey, what's going on, dude? I go, Greg, guys, idea, man. Noir bizarre. He goes, I love it. He goes, music and black creatives, type of thing, and we'll have it real psychedelic. He goes, yeah. He said, we're trying to get you guys to come here and play for the first, the first one. So I hadn't realized that, you know, it, it's being side by side for just the release of Summer Soul that we've had the energy was kind of like coming to the idea of what we want to try to put across. And, but we did it and Greg came down and you know, he talked to a lot of people and we were getting ready to do another one and then he, he died, you know? So we, wow. so we kind of lost a lot of steam after he passed away because, you know, bringing them brothers down here, down South, you know, showing them a good time, keeping that love between New York bands and, and North Carolina was really important to us because a lot of artists in, in New York City me and my brother first came treated us real good. Funk face, mm -hmm. faith. Uh, my friend Honey Chuck. Have you met Honey Chuck Coleman? No. Oh my, you gotta meet her. But that's Bird, because yeah, everybody has family in North Carolina. Like every, I think every person from up top that I've met has some type of tie to some North Carolina, South Carolina, or some Georgia. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Totally. Well, she, recent tie, real. not slavery tie, like a recent right. tie, like their grandma mm -hmm. or their aunties, or not like the tie oh, around their neck and they swing from a tree, <laughs> not that type of tie. <laughs> family tie, a recent family tie. Let me clarify. But, but basically, uh, that's, how, that's how we started. So we're doing another uh, noir bazaar. Um, we're doing it uh, Thursday in Philadelphia, and then we're going to be doing another one in Boston. Well, the wow. thing about it is, wow. we really weren't able to get a, a lot of black bands that were similar to us because there aren't a lot of them. So we had to kind of mm -hmm. expand it. 
because even though we it, it may not be a completely black affair, it will be black based. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. The image, the imagery, absolutely. Yeah, and uh, if they aren't black, you know, they will be down with what we're doing. Black LGBTQ people that are you know, the underdogs mm -hmm. or whatever, the dregs of society. Yeah. yeah. And that's why I think we're going to lean on for this particular type of festival, you know. So we have that and also, you know, the new material being recorded. So there's lots to do, you know what I mean? Well, actually, I'm glad you brought up the new material, okay? Uh, talk to us about the uh, new EP, which is, you know, which is available, uh, you know, uh, you know, available now. You know, talk talk to us about the inspiration behind you know behind behind your, this uh, five song. Oh, indeed. Well, you know, we had a lot of time to sit in the house during two years of COVID, right? Mm -hmm. We had a lot of time to sit inside quarantines and like riots and murders with black folks. So mm -hmm. that's what it's about. So mm -hmm. it was called the Electric Revolution EP, but the album itself, which will be out in the fall, is called Entropy, with mm -hmm. the lead track being called uh Emmett Till Revisited. Oh Ooh. wow. So that that is that is the kind of the 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 vibe of the material. And it's it's a lot harsher. It's not as, mm -hmm. as pretty as things we used to do because I just wasn't feeling it. I just and couldn't life ain't sit pretty. Up. No, I just couldn't sit on my hands and like you know watching my people being shot and all kind of mess and downtrodden and should not say anything about it. So that's what happened. So the Electric Revolution EP half of that basically i dig it yeah, yeah i yeah. dig it um and look i gotta i got look i i definitely want to hear you talk about this as well because you brought them you brought his name up and because i mean we lost um a, a great black intellectual man in greg tate man uh i mean look i'm an old school village voice reader old school village voice reader and you know one of the reasons why i read the voice was because was was you know uh for greg tate you know mm -hmm. uh look man tell the folks you know just 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 tell the folks what we lost when we lost greg tate well let me tell you let me tell you about greg tate now, right so we had a funny we got a funny relationship with greg because you know greg and Vernon basically created the black rock coalition right Mm -hmm. so, very familiar with very look look very 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 uh familiar with uh you know with the black rock coalition coalition yeah. especially look especially in 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 their early stages I oh mean, yeah i spent a, yeah i spent a you know i uh, you know I, you know new york native i spent a lot of summers especially you know especially in the late 80s in new york and that's where i got that's where i was introduced uh, yeah. you know, to the, to the black, black rock coalition, right. you know, to, you know, to, to live in color, you know, pretty Corey as I kind of like to call him, um, um, <laughs> the, you know, cause he was, I'm sorry, he was, and, and, and he, and he wasn't even in the original iteration of, uh, living color. Okay. I mean, I, yeah, heard I, heard the demos when, yeah, I heard the demos when it was just Vernon Reed's living color. Right. Okay? I remember that. And I saw yeah, that in right yeah. on magazines. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, and, you know, and, you know, and, you know, the, you know, the scene, you know, the, you know, the scene on top of the hip hop scene that was going on in the time. I mean, you know, you know, it was, you know, you know, it was, it was incredible. I mean, I enjoyed my time at shows, you know, it shows at, at places like the Ritz and at places like CB, you know, places like, yeah. the, like the old CBGBs, man. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Yeah. When you took, when you bring up the Black Rock Coalition, it kind of hits me right here. So. 
Yeah, I mean, those were some good days because, you know, I remember before we got signed, Vernon had started talking about us because he saw us on TV. And um, I was living downtown, and, you know, we were had a, we had a management company downtown. They were giving out our record-to-record our, 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 uh, our companies, right? So I was at home, uh, coming home from work. Of course, I was mad and shit. And uh, the phone rings, and this guy goes, hello? Is this Daniel Chavis? I'm like, who is this? I thought it was a bill collector or some shit like that, right? He goes, I'm Roger Kramer of Living Color. I want to talk to you about your career. I went, get the fuck out of here. Who is this? You sound real white. He goes, no, this is Roger Kramer. I want and I and they they wanted to manage the band. I was like, come on. So that's when I knew things were changing. Because after that, we started going back and forth to New York and all that. But and then Vernon introduced us somehow or another uh, to to uh, to Greg Tate. Mm-hmm. We got once we got to Greg Tate in New York, he hung around a whole bunch of other artists, right? Uh, black artists and like Afrocentric artists, right? They were living up in Harlem or Fort Afrosheen, mm-hmm. Fort Green, right? That's what they called it back then, right? And uh, we, we called them back to African Negroes, right? <laughs> <laughs> we were at a party one time and I saw Greg Greg go back to Africa, huh? <laughs> oh, that was our thing, man. So he knew we were ignorant and we always just had a really great we were always laughing, man. But he, he was always on the post of being uh, but one step over people that were trying to dupe him in terms of his knowledge of the culture and the music they're in. That's mm-hmm. how I hold Greg Tater. He was mm-hmm. always that that cultural ambassador that that had the he just he was wired a different way i can't even explain it man but the last days we were spending together i got to know him pretty well so i'm really happy for that you know i remember the last night i talked to him we did this we did the show uh in new york because you know a bunch trip had been playing club dates especially for a bunch of white folks i mean bro not with us you know we went on to cds rock clubs they said danny let's get them in the club mate. Come down there Man, making them play, it was it was ridiculous. They they lost it. That was our last gig together with, with them. And it was fucking wow. phenomenal. And the next day, you know, uh, we, Danny and I walk in the village, and my phone rings. And I said, who was that? I said, Greg. I was like, what do you want? <laughs> Greg was like, hey, man, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. He was he was really excited talking about what we're going to be doing in the future. Mm-hmm. And Because, and, you know, me and Debbie thought our show was really shitty anyway. So we were like mad about that, of course. But Greg was in a good spirit. He's like, yo, man, we got to do this. We come back down south. We're going to show him how it's done. So when you ask me about what we lost, we just lost a, I, I can't even explain it, man. I mean, I, just, I don't think I've ever made it by Greg before. But because we knew him, it was just so common to like, oh, like Greg and him. You know what I mean? Because we always take right, take right. granted our friends because we think they're going to be around forever. But it's not true, necessarily right. the case. True, true, right, you know, true. I, right. stopped, I stopped doing that a lot. I started telling my friends I love them. I don't care what they think. Mm-hmm. If they think I'm being weird or something, right. I start. I start calling them out of the blue. I just start. You tell them when till it's till it's weird, and right. then yeah. after that, absolutely, right. exactly. So right. what can I say, y'all? I mean, you know, we, we lost, we, we lost, we lost a lot of shit the past few years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Well, look, well, look, Daniel. I know one thing that I want to say to you, and um, this is definitely coming from straight to take. We love you. We love you. We love Danny. Okay. And yeah, damn it. We love and D- your brother, man. Your brother. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
that nigga. Yeah, that nigga. Come on. Yeah, that nigga. Come on, and, yeah, that dude. And look, bro. And we love the Vel. Look, man. When uh, when the new when the new album drops, when the new full length drops, we want you back on the show. We definitely want you know. We definitely want Danny this time back on the you know, on the show as well. Okay. Mm. We want the the Vel has to come back to straight to tape. Exactly. Yeah, or, or 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 Danny, you could do this. Oh, you you you, you don't even that? have to be you. You don't have to come back as Velt. You can come back as a pile of heights. But we'll talk about that on another. Ah, yeah. we'll, talk about, we'll talk about that on another. Oh, one. We'll talk about that on another note. That's how deep I go. That's how deep I go. That's how deep I go. Further and further, what we have done with this last album? See what what's happening now? We're working on about three new records. One is. One is our, mm. The one record is coming out falls already done. We went after that one, and mm. and we're working on one. But Carl, you know, you know Carlos Best. Yeah. But he he was a producer for Wu Tang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're doing track for him for for an album too right now too. So we're working on that. That's gonna be phenomenal. Oh wow! 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 So we got lots of I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited. But yeah. I just wanted to say to y'all too. I love y'all. I appreciate it. And for the people who are supporting our music and stuff, I mean. You know, it means so much to people to appreciate what you do when, you know, being a musician or an artist, it doesn't really compare to things that what a normal adult would do. You know, for example, for example, someone said, well, you're a musician, but how do you make your money? I went, well, I'm, I work as a server and then, I'm a, and then I'm a musician. So as we get older, the value of what we do in life, you start to compare to other people as they get older and the things that they have. Uh, physically, you know, like a house, the mortgage. I ain't got none of that shit. <laughs> 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 I don't. I don't. I probably never will. <laughs> but I'm happy. I'm, I'm, and I'm, I'm happy with the fact that I'll probably die with just working until I die. That's what's up, yo. Jesus. That's what's up. Jesus. Doing what you music, just doing what he likes, right? Just doing what you want yeah, to do. Yeah, right? doing what you love. Doing what you love, yeah. right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yo, why I'd hate myself. Yeah, what was that? What was that? Okay, I saw a dude right? walking downtown with that. I saw a dude walking down the highway with a fucking good. He was looking homeless as shit, but he had was a good tar on his back. No, I want you. But a he, good he, tar. A good I, when, when I see you, when I see you, you got. When I see you, Dan, you got fucking Indian garbs and fucking mm-hmm. um uh uh, uh Eskimo. Eskimo Eskimo mittens and shit. You got Eskimo mittens on. Eskimo mittens on and shit. Man, look, and look, and look, 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 Dan, look, go, look. When I when I tell Cass, I be like, I be like, yo, I be like, yo, you know him? I be like, yeah, man, we grew up together. Hmm. He's like, they look at me. I said, I thought you grew up in Chavis Sight. I said, yeah, I did. (laughs) (laughs) I did. 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 You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. So close minded. I know the last time I saw the last time I saw one of y'all, I'm gonna, I wasn't sure if it was you or your brother, you know that other nigga. And yeah. one of y'all, look, yeah, one of y'all, one of y'all had some infused. What was it? Was it infused hummus or was it infused? Yeah, yeah, yeah. infused hummus. Yeah. I was with you. I was with you. Exactly. I was with you that day. Where was yeah. that at an art? Yeah, was that yeah. at an yeah. art, art gallery? gallery. Yeah, we yep, went to go. We art gallery. Exactly. Yeah, we went to go see Dre's joint. Yeah, you was there. He was with me. He was with me. Yeah, we went to go see Dre's joint. 
Yeah, he was like, he, yo, he pulled that shit out like Inspector Gadget. Like, yo, yo, exactly. Out of nowhere. Yeah, I said, what's that? He was like, yo, Keep Thomas in there. He was like, yeah, exactly. He's like, yo, yo, you should try this. I was like, what the fuck is this? He's, it's hummus. I was like, who has hummus in their pocket? Like in his, I was like, in his pouch. I was like, what the fuck? So, in his pouch. In his pouch. So he pulls the hummus out. I, I, you know what I, I take the crack and I'm eating the hummus, right? Yo, I'm telling you. I'm fucked up in the night in like, in like 15 minutes. I'm like, wow, I'm gone. You know what I'm saying? I am gone. You know what I'm saying? Chico, Chico I got to find out where I got that from. Infused. I was probably hired at the beach. I that's thought you was joking. Eating hummus I, I, pocket. I, I, exactly. That's exactly. That's my fault. That's my fault. That's your fault. Hummus. I, look, I thought it was some yeah. throwback shit. You know how back in the day you used to get weed and pay people to just pick it out of their pocket uh, and then they have yeah. it in their bag. He just pulled out hummus. He was like, boom, here's some hummus. I was like, what the fuck? And look, if it wasn't for Dre's event, I wouldn't have crackers. I was scared to ask where the crackers were. You know what I'm saying? I didn't want to have weed coming out, out of somebody's pocket is a good thing. But hummus coming out of a nigga pocket. <laughs> but, but, it's but the Daniel, consistency, Rob. It's yeah. the consistency. But, but Daniel, the oh, beautiful yes, thing yes. about that night and that oh. experience, mm -hmm. that was the night that Straight the Tape started. It sure was. That was, sure the, night, that was the night yeah, this platform night. started. That was yep, the night sure this was. platform started. Oh, no. okay. This is Dre's shirt. This is Dre's shirt. <laughs> Yo, I know. It Shouts is. out oh, yeah. to Andre Leon Gray. Well, yeah. God damn, brother. I mean, That's I ain't seen Dre in a while. Yeah, Yo, a he's in he's in Charlotte he's right now. Yeah, he got a residence in Charlotte right now. We got really got to go up there and see him, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Oh my goodness, that's hilarious. Yeah. But, but look, late with our festival, I would love to have y'all involved. Yo, that'd be great. Wow. Oh, oh, look, look, involve involve like a. Like like a side stage live podcast, yeah. We we definitely need to talk about that'd be that awesome. Yeah. We can do it. Yeah, we can yeah. do it. Yeah. Talk it. Down, down. Do it. Yes. Talk when it. is the yeah. when is the Philly Festival? What's that? When's the date? What are the dates for the Philly Festival? That's gonna be uh the tenth. Okay. Okay. And um, and then then I think uh, one's gonna be April. Next one's gonna be in April sometime, but we'll be posting okay. them up. Okay, cool. Right. So yeah, so yeah, look, definitely get up on that. Look, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, Electric Revolution. It is out now. Cop it, support, look, and definitely listen and enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, it has been a pleasure to have you, the Dan. homie Daniel, you, Daniel. Chavis in the house with us and shouts out to Danny Chavis aka that other nigga yeah. exactly yeah. You look, whatever yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was walking down the street Appreciate last year Danny 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 I, go, um, I kept walking I was like that's okay he turned around they go oh <laughs> not I went, no I'm Daniel <laughs> and they go what you're twins I went yeah <laughs> always get some always get them. I mean, um, look, which is crazy because you're on stage with with each other, so... Yeah, motherfuckers, yeah, yeah. yeah motherfuckers. Yeah. I've never seen y'all together before. But look, ladies and gentlemen, Daniel Chavis, the Velt, thank, thank you for coming through. Thank Come you, back again yeah, soon, my Thomas, brother. So, Candace, Cecil, everybody, thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> See ya. Right, thank you. Bye. Bye.
bro. Let me tell you, man. Let me tell you, man. Childhood friends, bro. Childhood friends, bro. Y'all like y'all don't even, man, don't even know, bro. I was like, that was like two tone leaves, Tico, bro. That was like two tone, two tone, two tone leaves, Tico. Yeah, corduroys with the yeah with the corduroy with the exactly. When I walked, you just heard me walk. It sound like zippers running down the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Yo, man, look. I love it when we have a fun show like that. I especially love it when we have, you know, just a, you know, just an energetic and fun and funny guest like that, man. It, it, it's beautiful. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you for, thank you for taking a trip with us. Thank you for taking that journey with us. Now, on to another journey, Otiko. Yes. Mm, do you have anything um hmm, weird for us today? Why, yes, I do. Oh, I wow. I do, I do, I do. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Tico's Theater of the... Weird, 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 super weird. Shit gets me every time. Yo. So... Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. I'll leave this to the panel, okay? Um, I don't know. That right there is weird in itself. The music, whatever's that going was, on. That was that, weird that's as shit. That, that's just weird as shit. But let me ask you. that banner up there? Yeah. Whoever's running the banner. Shut up. Shut up. Anyway, shut up. Shut up. Very weird. Stupid <laughs> ass. Whoever's running the banners. No, man, yeah. Just shut up, okay? Get like y'all don't make motherfucking mistakes. Shut up. <laughs> that was one of the banners, fucking That's idiot. Weird, these days, whoever that is. Hurry yeah. yeah. up! I'm ready to go to bed. Go ahead, Tico. Go ahead. Go ahead. Very, very light skinnedness of you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> we went a whole um, hour without any colorism. Shut up. Go ahead. Look, man. <laughs> if I, I took a picture, see. If I took a picture, <laughs> if I took a picture of you. Right, mm-hmm. and you posted that picture that I took of you. Would you be mad? Depends on what the picture is. Oh, did you tag me? I mean, what? Well, this is what I found is weird. Uh, this guy named I think his name is Al Pereira, I think that's how you pronounce it. He's suing Nas right now. Uh, he's suing Nas for what? A picture that Nas had posted on IG of him and Tupac. So Al had took this picture and had uh, he's like, oh, I guess a uh, famous uh, photographer and uh, he's suing him for uh, using his licensed work without his permission. Is it like a cell phone picture? No, it was like it's like a black and white. It's like it's like an old oh, black and white of him and Tupac. You know what I'm saying? You know how you know paparazzi take pictures. You know what I'm saying? I guess he was paparazzi, or whatever. And um, he's also done this with uh, uh, Kyle and uh, Kendall uh, Jenner. Ended up with them too. Kylie also. and Kendall. Yeah, yeah, those. Yeah, mm-hmm. whatever. The KKs, mm-hmm. whatever. So yeah, he did it with them also. Like you take a picture, like uh, let's say for example. Um, we all took a picture at Knife Wonders uh, uh, event, right? Now, we didn't even mm-hmm. take the picture. Like, we just happened to be in the shot. 
Bah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's a famous shot like Knife Wonder and Erykah Badu in the forefront. And we in the back like blah, you know. And so then we just like right. And so it's like in the, in the source or whatever. And so I'm like, yo, look at me. I was at the, I was at this party. There, there I am in the back. You know, wow. me, me, Keisha, and blah blah blah. But then the photographer, the, the, the whoever, was like, "Yo, that's my work. I'm gonna sue you for using my work." How do you feel about that? How do you? How do y'all feel about that? I uh, but I it's like likeness, right? Well, I also believe in the protection of intellectual property. So there's mm-hmm. got to be a balance there somewhere. Because, yeah, I you mean, know, was we had our intellectual property stolen? Exactly. Times over. Yep. Right. Exactly. But that's your so likeness, like, though, right? Yeah, it is your likeness. But if I took your likeness in such, if I'm a photographer and I took your likeness, it's just like they put the damn watermark across the the professional pictures or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's it is your likeness. It is. There's right. no denying that. But. I took that picture in such a way that made you want to, you want to covet it, covet mm-hmm. it, and covet. use it, covet, my precious. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but no, I, I mean, it, there's a the, you, yeah, there's it's a thin yeah. line, right? It's a thin yeah, line, right? Thin yeah. Line. Yeah. there's a very thin line, Fair. and especially with all these, like, I took some dope pictures at this fucking show. Right. And, yeah, I took some dope pictures at the show, and I'll be looking for them. Even though I took them with my iPhone, it was my eye. I <laughs> actually, <laughs> it was my eye. I actually took the picture. I wasn't just well. Yeah, I wasn't just snapping pictures. Snapping I pictures you were... intentionally mm-hmm. took the pictures that I took. Right. right. Two or three of them, I intentionally took those pictures. So, um, yeah, there's a very thin line. I'm an artist. I'm sensitive about my shit, yo. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Exactly. That's what's up. up. Yeah. So, yeah, it's definitely a thin line. Uh, Because if you're, you were, like, if you took some drone footage and somebody else took it, like, you posted it and somebody else took it and used it to make money off of. Right. Then... Cause you know, and especially nobody. Okay, but nobody's making. I get that part. Uh, I understand that part. But 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 the thing is, I just happen to look and see a picture of me, like us, like like I said, like us chilling. Like Mm -hmm. oh snap, we were at this event. Ninth one and Erica Badu in the forefront. They're more famous than us. But but what if we were? But what if we were? But what if we were at that status where you know what I'm saying? But it was an old ass flick. The guy that took the picture isn't as famous as Nas and whoever else was in the picture. So if Nas used that picture, then you know it's a whole clicks for clicks for clicks and likes for money game nowadays on Instagram and other social media platforms. So I, right. I get it. I completely get it. Because you're you're using my property. Just pay me two hundred dollars and go on about your business. Like, you know, <laughs> Keep just don't, um, just don't steal my picture that I took and I posted, you stole it. And then you're gonna post it on your page, and get more traffic. Which it's funny, man. Money. Yeah, it's crazy because people do that on social media all the all time. the time, all, all, the, time. all the fucking time. I try to I give mean, people it, credit though, and it I could be somebody's leave, I video. Leave that thing up under, yeah. I kind of like leave that, trying to leave their right. tag up under there, so that they'll right. know. Like I'm not trying to fucking take their shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. 
Some people will crop out your whole damn name. Yeah, it, it could be yeah. a video. It could be yeah. a video that you took yeah. with your phone and posted. But somebody will take your whole shit and, and screen cap it or screen record it and post it as their own. And I, I have seen people take entire captions. You know what I mean? And retype them in their caption as if it was their intellectual property. Yeah. Right. I actually know somebody that's in There's my friends list that, that, that yeah. does that stupid shit. I, and I go friends list. Them shits and yeah. it's like uh yeah. it's like Charlie Danza said that shit back in 2011. You posting it like it's your idea that you woke up this morning in your head with. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nah. Well, that's not that's yeah. outside of the gray area. That's just not right. But you should you, you should give people their dues. Respect yeah. the IP. Yep. You know, and that's that's what all it really boils down to, you know. You know, respect the IP. Okay. So what is it? But hey, is that what is that? Is that the NFT shit? No, intellectual. We're talking about that. No, I'm just talking. You know what I'm saying? The whole NFT, but is that what is that? We're talking. We're already we're already late. We're not talking about NFT. We're talking about that later. We're talking about that later. (laughs) Tico will take you down a rabbit hole in a heartbeat. We ain't going down a rabbit. Once we get to Tico's theater, the weird weird rabbit holes are closed. Okay, exactly. That's the rabbit hole. Okay. Rabbit holes are closed. Only only if I lube it right. Keisha, Keisha, we need you. Thank you. Yep, You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So I'm not going to have my normal inspirational verse today. I just have to go over the things that actually fucking affect the gas price. Okay. Because we're sick of y'all out here. Sick of y'all out here. And it's happened with every single presidency that I can remember, unless the president damn commandeers and passes a law that affect uh, directly affects any of these five things on this list I'm about to give you the president has nothing to do or minimum maximum maximum very little to do with the fluctuation in the gas prices at any given point in time so are y'all listening are y'all listening if you took macro and microeconomics in school, you will know that the gas price is primarily affected by what? The president. Supply and demand. Fuck you, Tico. Supply and demand. <laughs> if, the, if the supply is low and the demand is high, what's going to happen? The president's not going to get elected. Prices are going to go up. Thank you, Rob. Fuck you, Tico. Look, I paid attention when Stringer Bell went to class at community Thank college you. on, on the wire. Okay, I paid like, attention. Yes, 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 yes. Damn it. The second thing <laughs> is the actual quantity of oil that is on hand. Now, here's where the president can come into because the president can't affect how much oil in the world because we are a global economy. Okay. Global economy. We get our oil from Saudi Arabia, who didn't call Joe Biden back this week. And Texas. However, the president ain't got nothing to do with that. And Texas. Yeah. So the quality of the oil also. So if you if you got Jed Clampett oil and you need Abu Dhabi oil, then that is going to affect the price of gas. Okay. 
The fourth thing. Nope, I'm going to leave that. We're going to last. The, the, the fourth thing is market investments in oil and gas dr drilling. So the investors, the people that like, so everybody now the whole, I'm not going to call it a trend, but it seems to be kind of trendy right now is everybody's investing in different stocks and different companies that affects the price of gas. That's or me. price of oil, which affects the price of gas, right? That's me. The last thing, and this is the biggest of Everybody. this list of five things is this in stock show. Pay attention. Speculation. Speculation. Exactly. Because, because of what's going on in Russia with Russia and the Ukraine, Russia is a huge, like they're second in the world for oil production, crude oil production, which is used to produce gasoline in the world next to Saudi Arabia. But guess what? The actual factual United States doesn't get a whole lot of oil. Not enough to make us jump 40 fucking cents a day. Barely 20%. Yeah. They don't give, we don't get hardly any gas. But when in those investors that are investing in the stocks of companies, drilling companies, oil companies, they hear, okay, Russia, and Russia produces crude oil, and crude oil produces gasoline, and they get all up in arms, they start selling all that stock. Guess what happens? The fucking gas price goes up. So it's not Biden, okay? It's not Trump. It wasn't Obama. It, it wasn't was. Clinton. It, it wasn't was. Bush. It mm -hmm. wasn't Bush. It sure wasn't Carter. Was. It wasn't course. Reagan. It wasn't sure Harry was. fucking Truman. Tigo, chill, chill, chill. <laughs> it wasn't. It's not. The president doesn't have any real control over the gas prices. So stop your fucking shit. Good night. Yeah. I say that. <laughs> I only. I say that. I say that to back you up, Key, on some real shit. Is that the reason why they do have a little bit to do with it? Because it's awful funny, like. All this shit that pops off is always a fucking war. No, no, no there's there always no a war. The, no, the gas when? prices spike through to during both Biden. I mean, not mm -hmm. Biden, Obama. The, yep. the gas prices have spiked nearly every presidency every for yeah. the last last five presidents, dude. The president yeah. doesn't have anything to do with that shit. And Daniel, can you put Daniel's comment up there? His last comment, Rob. It this is right time. Here. It is no the next to last one. Then it is time for these multi-trillion-dollar oil companies that are based in the United States to take a fucking L for the well-being of the U.S. economy. Like gas is going to be fucking six dollars, and y'all still rolling in the dough. They're not like they're doing. And this is with any company. They'll do anything they can to not lose their profit margin. It's yep. time for them to commit to, to sit, sit this one out so that people can fucking get to work and make the money that is needed to maintain what little Inflation. bit of economy we fucking mm -hmm. have at this point. Inflation, but there, right? there, nobody ever talks about that shit. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. Like BP, yeah. sit the fuck down and take a little hit because y'all got it, right? We mm. don't have it. I mean, you know, whatever. But we don't have it. The American people don't have $5 a gallon to pay 
when they have to drive in this area, especially 30 miles to get to work and 30 miles back. We don't have it. So if gas companies would take the L just for a little bit, I promise you, you fucking get it back. Exactly. exactly. Not, not uh, now, but you'll get it back. Key, key. That was a verse well spent. All right, that was the worst well spent. Tico's ass. You know, but anyway. Yo, right. big man. I mean, there's some interesting comments still coming through about that, though. You know what I'm saying? It's real talk, man. I like yeah. this. You know, I'm curious. Well, well, Does capitalism make room for L's? Uh, no. Since when you have know. corporations taken an L for people? Never. Right. Have you lived in America? Rich people don't right. give a shit about poor people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Until those people are like, I ain't got no gas money, so I'm going to have to stay at home. I can't work today, especially now since since the the government is is pushing, not pushing, but expressing that they would like people to go back into the office. Motherfucker, with what gas? What what what? With how am I gonna get to work? Especially in the area that doesn't have the infrastructure for public transportation. How the fuck am I gonna get to work? Like if we if we if we had that if we had that uh that rail station like we supposed to have. You know what I'm saying? Back in the that, day, that died. Up, that, that died. died. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I would say, I, I would say, okay, yeah. I would, I would, I wouldn't even like take my car. I would take the train and yeah, yeah. you know, and go yeah. to work. I was I looking forward. I was looking forward to jumping on the jumping on the light rail and mm-hmm. going to the triangle to my job. Okay, yeah. but mm-hmm. that's dead. All right, yeah, which is. Yeah, that sure. is the stupidest. I'm sorry. It, it's yeah, it's, it's, it's ahead, Ryan, absolutely yeah, r- ridiculous that this area does not have a light rail. I mean, Thank get the you. fuck out of here, man. Yeah. Get the entire yeah. fuck. That, that's so stupid. We, should have, so tri- we have, should have triangle light rail that goes to Triad. Like there's an mm-hmm. extension to Triad. That's an extension to Charlotte. Like there's no reason why we don't. <laughs> Look, let me that. tell y'all. Y'all I don't do, know if I, I don't y'all know do that shit. Y'all knew that shit wasn't gonna happen when that motherfucker damn they said, you know, fuck these new buses. I'm gonna give your ass an old ass trolley instead of trying to put a damn old motherfucker. Yo. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't know, and I don't know if I want to be on a light rail that Why, long going to Greensboro. Okay, I, I, I don't know. I, don't I mean, know. not necessarily not the light rail going to Greensboro, but there should be like we should be able to easily and right. fairly cheaply. Right. Get yeah. from the triangle to the triad to Charlotte. Like it doesn't have to especially be like with all these, yeah, especially with all the, especially we got all these old ass tracks. Right. And, yeah. And, 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 and look, get there. Let's stop acting. Let's, get uh, acting. let's stop acting like we are thinking like we are North Carolina back in the 80s. This is a different era. This is a different era. This is more people in the area. I'm sorry. A light rail would have helped. I don't see where that would have been a waste. I'm sorry. Okay? I don't I don't understand that either. I, 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 I really either. don't. Okay. Not in this sprawling area, man. It's no. I mean it's it's, it's enough, yeah. you know. I mean, it, it yeah. there easily could be yeah. a light rail out here. Right. Man, and on. with and with regentrification, the people that actually work in in, in the city are being pushed out of the city. So that makes the importance of this increase in gas price even more important shit that right. they have to drive from 
Zeb, right. not past Zebulon, like right. almost into Nash County, because that's where they can fucking afford to live. My house has increased in price 45% since I moved here in 2019. That shit is dumb. I'm happy for it, but I can't be too happy because if I sell the shit, where I'm you not going to go? have nowhere to live. Where to go. Exactly. I don't have anywhere to go. I can't, I can't capitalize. It's a false profit yeah. to me because I don't right. have anywhere else to go if I sell this house and then decide to move somewhere else. Right. However, the people that aren't fortunate or wealthy enough to own a home, they, uh, they're one. I am the admin of a, a Raleigh black moms group. There are constantly women in that group looking for apartments, apartments, one and two bedroom apartments, affordable fucking one and two bedroom apartments. Those shits go for minimum. If it's somewhere you really, you actually want to live on the low side, right? <laughs> 14 fucking hundred dollars a month. But yep. they make wages aren't keeping up with that. And then you add on top of it fucking five dollar. Um, and that's out in like Briar past Briar yeah. Creek, yep, or into Fuquay or Apex, or like eat nope, not Apex or Fuquay, because nope. those are skyrocketing, nope. skyrocketing but further there. out in the outskirts, like Chastain and okay, all out in the outskirts of Wake County, but you work near downtown Raleigh or you work off Six Forks Road or you work in RTP. How the fuck are you going to pay $5 and five, $5 a gallon to commute? Our Where area isn't set up for that. Like, is, like LA can hand LA can handle higher gas prices, right? Cause they have a commuter system in place. New York can handle a high gas price because they have a commuter system in place. Even if they rate DC, Atlanta, we ain't got that. We don't have that here. But CK, so with the house price, housing prices and gas prices, yo. Okay, we're not gonna. It's, it's like I said before, the pandemic was nothing but a test run, a test run for everything, test run for the police, whatever happened during that time. It was a test run for for whatever was going on. This right here was nothing but a test run, because if you sit up here and you out here in these outskirts and you you can't you can't make it then it's like, okay, we can work from home. A majority of a lot of people can work from home. So then, bam, you can work from home, but you're going to take this pay cut. Are you willing to take this pay cut to work from home? Right. If not, then you got to pay that has gas to get your ass to work. Right. It's um, the game, son. It's the game. Yeah. Uh, before we go down that route, yeah, very, very interesting conversation. Y'all before we go, yeah, yeah, big time, big time, big yo, yo, big shouts out to what well, you know something. I ain't even gonna say shout out to the con uh, comment section because, uh, yo, big man. I got it, man. What was your thought though? I want you to use about to say something. Finish your I'm, thought. I'm you, sorry. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, no, nah, look, no, all I was gonna say was, no, nah, we ain't gonna go down this rabbit hole right now, but trust me. This is a discussion that is going to continue on straight to tape as long as prices are as high as they are. So let me go back. Yo, big man. Yes, sir. You know what time it is. You know, this is my favorite part of the show. I need you 
I need you to show some love in the comment section. All right, um, let's get right into it because uh, <laughs> it's getting late. But anyway, <laughs> early on the check-in, the homie Paul Fitz, what's up, man? My man, uh, champ in the building, Big C's, what's up, Raj, the big chief, that's the homie. Daniel, what's going on with you, bruh? Uh, we had Cherie on the check-in. We had Royce Laws. We had Candy, as usual, the homie Joe Biggs. Uh, uh, shout out to JFE Fan 97 on YouTube. Came through to support uh, Daniel. Uh, Thomas Softlight as well. Anissa, what's up, girl? Also, Nisai in the building. Uh, in the reacts, my man Champ, Paul, Tanya T, Helena, Nadia Allen, Anissa, and Martha Lloyd. Big shout out to the homie Asim for sharing the stream. Um, and hey, everybody feel feel free to share the stream, you know, share the stream to your uh to your page and all that good stuff. And uh just thank you for supporting your favorite podcast, man. We love you and we out. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, well, look, uh, first off, guys, once again, another great show. Um next this coming Thursday, ladies and gentlemen, we on the porch. With our family from Front Porch Discussions. Joe shout Biggs. out to Joe. Yep. Shout out to Joe Biggs and the crew. So make sure you check us out this Thursday, 6 15 p.m. Eastern Standard Eastern Standard Time on Facebook Live and on YouTube. Okay. Make sure Joe got them centinellas, man. Make sure Joe got them centinellas on that front porch, bro. No I heard yeah, he got skeeters. I heard he got skeeters yeah. out there, yo. Yeah, no yeah. Question. So we're no we're no going to do our best to watch our language while we're on the show no and respect no our guests. I ain't telling y'all. I'm just yeah. that's my mantra for the next few days. Uh, and also, and also, and also, ladies and gentlemen, this uh, this Saturday, March the twelfth. I want you to check out a new podcast called Questions You Didn't Ask. It's hosted by uh, by health ed- equity advocate uh, Naisha Frey. Okay, the first episode drops this Saturday on all of your favorite podcasting po- podcasting platforms. It's you know friend of the shows, and of course the show is you know is the show is produced by the collective mental of the best showrunner in podcasting that being felicia rousseau and myself c perry the second so say hey girl say hey you see there she is best show running in the business you got them curls popping tonight as always as always <laughs> <laughs> so look ladies and gentlemen look another great another great episode of straight to tape and trust me next tuesday's episode of straight to tape guess what we're gonna have another great episode we're gonna have a guest yeah but if you want to find out who, they, yep. If you want to find out who that guest is going to be, Surprise, of course we'll be dropping. We will be dropping that on Some our fries, um, motherfucker. You'll be dropping that on our um, social media platforms. So check. Hard eyes, motherfucker. <laughs> oh shit up. So full I one. need a biscuit from Rise. <laughs> some fries. Some pies, motherfucker. <laughs> Two thighs, two thighs. All rise, motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Give me that flower, nigga. All rise, motherfuckers. (laughs) (laughs) Give me that oil, bitch. Give me that oil, bitch. All fries, motherfucker. You know, for the, for the, you know what? Fuck it. We out. We out.